1: This is a Rogue Media
0: Network podcast. Welcome, everybody, to Teach Me Pokemon, the podcast. I'm your host, Corey, and along with my co host, Jared, we're best friends, been playing Pokemon for a very long time.
1: welcome back everybody to teach me pokemon the show where we keep you up to date on what's happening in the tcg scene and the more important thing we're educating you along the way as we are learning as better players to get going i am jared Dauenhauer, and with me my pokey bro Corey dickman hi yeah the pokey bro uh and we signed
0: that that lifetime contract. We talked about that last week. Oh, that's good. That's yeah, good. That's yeah, good. I'm still having my lawyers look that over, but uh, <laughs> for the meantime, that's exciting.
1: Yeah, ask ask my wife. Uh, maybe double think. Maybe maybe really read that, read, <laughs> that, uh, read, read that. Read that. that fine read the, print. Read, the, read, the fine, read the fine print there. How many Ooh. regionals do we get to attend each year? Oh, yes, I <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> that's always in the fine print, but we had an exciting week of pokemon because uh as we like to do from time to time one of us was at one of the big tournaments so Mm. we're going to talk a little bit about knoxville we can't forget about what was happening in our oceana region in melbourne we'll talk about that briefly have some a few other topics of conversation then learn a little something yeah and and you forgot the
0: singapore regional Yes, the happened.
1: Singapore Regional where everyone ran Garatina and <laughs> called it a day. Where I think there was one deck there. <laughs> good, good sample
0: size of the Pokemon TCG game right
1: now. Oh my goodness, so funny. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about um, Knoxville. Uh, I want to talk about the competitive scene, then we can talk a little bit about later on while I was there. Uh, now, this you look at the numbers here, and you are saying, okay. look, just short of fourteen hundred players. That's a little bit of a dip when we look at Charlotte it had twenty one hundred San Antonio, but this tournament was capped pretty hard, Corey.
0: Yeah, I mean, it could have, it could have got. I mean, I think any regionals now in the U.S. could get to two thousand if they just like had the seats for it. I mean, I remember when we were registering for this tournament. Uh, yeah, those things went up pretty quick, and or yeah, thirteen hundred was just because it was a small room, I guess. Right? You were there. But they just couldn't yeah, it, open up? It, it felt
1: small. It it felt small because let's look. What was uh? Let's see if they've got the statistics. I don't remember what regionals. I, I believe the tournament was bigger last year when we were both there. Ooh, was it was it larger there last year? Um, I'd have to go back and look at some numbers, but it, that was that was my sense. Yeah, that was my sense in being in the space. Is it the, the players there were there to play, but it didn't feel as grandiose as some of the other tournaments as that we've been to, but. Regardless of that, let's let's get into it. I, I think you and I both predicted some wins here, Corey. I think we did so, so uh my win for the tournament, we finally saw Roaring Moon in top four at a major tournament. Super excited just yet. We had two in top eight. It I was not predicting that it would be the number one day two deck at a fifth of the field—that is bananas to me. That's
0: crazy, man. That's really cool. Hey, real quick, last year's Knoxville had eleven hundred and thirty.
1: Oh, so it was smaller last. Maybe, maybe so it was. Slightly. It was bigger this Slightly. year. Slightly. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but yeah, man. Roaring Moon. I mean, I think it's just time, right? You, we've talked about off-air, kind of the we're we're in need of a rotation here pretty soon. You know, um, kind of the same decks that we're seeing tournament tournament. Singapore, prime example. You know, a lot of Giratina lost box. So Roaring Moon, I think, it's just just time. It's time to get something new up there. So that's been good. And clearly it showed out.
1: And and it's like we always talk about what's popular right now. Well, Giratina, Charizard, these big HP, these big knockout Pokemon. Roaring Moon can hang with both of those guys. And we're seeing that now. The other thing is I got to give a shout out to you. You've been saying for weeks now, everybody, what counters big two prize Pokemon? easy single prize lost box variants.
0: Yep. That's that's what it is. And now look, we have Aiden coming out second place. And really that finals was interesting, right? Didn't you I didn't get a chance to watch it. Didn't you said there was something, something that went down in the finals?
1: And there 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 was a misplay in the first game. A two prize card penalty was issued to Aiden. It was heartbreaking because yeah. This guy is such a great player and such on a tear and it felt like it felt like he, the it, the air just got let him. He got a little unlucky, in my opinion, in game two. Yeah. Uh, the eventual tournament winner, double energy off of a Gardevoir that Poké Power where you can look at the mm-hmm. top two and attack, and he hit two energies off dang, the top. Dang. And that was kind of like the dagger, GG. Yeah. Uh, in it, but um, but yeah, I, I, the read is there. Azul and his entire crew were there running this single prize lost box variants. Mm-hmm. Um with the mawile, which we can talk about a little bit, and this this interesting situation that they're starting to put people in.
0: Yeah. No, that's fascinating. I mean, it just, again, this, that's why Lost Box, for so many reasons why it's so popular, but it's like it gives you variety to do a bunch of different things. And do I have room for a one mawile? Of course you do. Throw it in there. So, uh, yeah, why not? And I think you're right. I mean, we're just seeing, again, the variants. We're, we're running out of room or we're running out of things to try here. So let's just go back to Lost Box because that's what people are comfortable with. So, I don't know. I did like how uh, Iron Valiant snuck its way in here. Tyler Matthews, oh yeah, top maybe. eight, baby. Let's go. Like that. I like a little like- Iron Valiant. I've been saying it for a few a few weeks now, and so it's nice to see one
1: crack the top eight. And then what I, I feel like I'm just, uh, I'm fundamentally not a Gardevoir player. I'm not. Yeah. You know me. I don't like to play from behind. I like to get out there. I like to rumble. Uh, but Gardevoir taking it down. Do you want to talk a little bit about uh, our champion and how their deck list kind of maneuvered from classical Gardevoir styles that we've seen?
0: Yeah, I'm trying to like, I don't know why my Pokestats here isn't working because I want to look at the, I want to go through his road to victory here. Um, So I'm a little frustrated with this, but yeah, I mean, depending on, you know, what always hurts Gardevoir, right, are the ties. And and I don't know how many ties Ryan had, but I'm assuming it made his, made he his way. He had a couple. He had probably a couple. Uh, I kind of want to see what road he had a victory here, but we as we've seen what deck drop off, Jared, has now enabled Gardevoir to to take a leap. What, what we deck gonna are talk we not in here?
1: Where did Maraidon go? Where has
0: all Maraidon gone? do 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 Like, it's not there. And so this is allowed... Uh, Gardevoir to have some of those easier matchups and not lose in the first four seconds, um, as yours truly found out in um, in San Antonio, where I had to play what, how many? Four Maridons, I
1: think? And I yeah. feel like I fared
0: decently well. That was
1: at the height of the, the Peony Maridon <laughs> explosion. Nasty.
0: Ryan's is interesting because it's just he is like going, you know, and, and much like Lost Box, you can build Gardevoir in a couple different ways, which is really cool. This one, in my opinion, is like just I'm just going to disrupt you until I win with the with the four Iono because really there's not it, there's no Professor Turo in this list. You're running no Cresselia. like you're just going for those Iono plays. No Pal pads, you can't cycle the boss order, which is nice for end game. I've been playing this online a little bit, and that you kind of get stuck sometimes in the end game if, you're stra- if, if your opponent's able to get out of that that uh, uh, Iono, which is kind of rough.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. On stream, they were, and you described it a little bit like this way too. It's like, this is like the all-gas Gardevoir list, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's quicker with the candies off the bat. It's going to get you, and it feels like that's what was hurting it, is it was just falling victim so quickly to, like you said, a turn... One turn two, iron hands double prize. This deck is not online usually until turn three, maybe four. Most yeah. times,
0: yeah, yeah. And where iron hands, I mean, can just brutalize you if, if especially if they're going second and they get it off turn one. I'm right on player GG. I mean, it's just extremely difficult to find your way back into that matchup, but. You know, Ryan, no Chrysalia to kind of help in those lost box matchups, but some of them are in Jirachi anyway. So I guess the thinking is if I can't, if I can't, uh, Chrysalia, then what's the point? So don't even put it in sure. there. Um, but don't even put it in there, yeah. Yeah, but uh, let's see who Raymond, who's a champion of this season, a, a, a regionals champ, uh, I reigning from Canada, he had Gardevoir and he had Chrysalia in it. So it was kind of cool to see two different kind of approaches to this deck. Um, mainly just putting in that card versus not putting in that card. Um, but, and they both clearly did well.
1: Yeah. What is, what is your assessment of why Maridon has fallen so hard? Is it, it doesn't have answers to the big two right now in Giratina and Charizard, it it or like I'm I'm just so shocked looking at this list that there were five yeah. there were five Maraidon decks in day two or is it just that it's lost interest among the best day two players What's your assessment here, Corey?
0: Yeah, I guess
1: my assessment is it just
0: it doesn't play super well into Tina, you know, Lost Tina can get the two knockouts back to back really easily and Maraidon can't knock it out. I mean, it can't get up to to 280. Uh, unless there's like a Raichu play in there. Um, and I'm assuming in those matchups, the Lost Box or the Tina player probably won't go a ton of Cram, obviously, and like more comfies than they need to against uh, Iron Hands, So you don't really have advantages there. So I just think that's, and then the Charizard matchup probably is still not uh, amazing for Maraidon either. So I think that's just where it's dropped off. And it's like not, I think players like, to have more dynamic decks too. I think as like our new players are getting up in the game, you know, they go from like very streamlined decks to something a little more complicated or something that does a little bit more. And I think Maridon sometimes can feel very linear in its approach. Mm, and I think, that's fair, you know, but um, it doesn't mean it's a bad deck. I just think there's some more dynamics and things you can add to other decks and you can that one.
1: Absolutely. And and I I've seen that as well. Like, the best uh, speed decks are usually not just speed in and of themselves, but a direct answer to the meta. Maridon is not that. It is good in and of itself, but it is not answering any questions in the meta right now of what can take down these top five or six decks. So maybe it'll make a comeback. Maybe it'll fall farther down. Uh, moving on, I, we we have to mention our boy Brent, your, your, your boy. You're taking it down Ma- in Melbourne.
0: You know... It's not often you get a shout out, your your man Pokey Crush, and then they go out the next weekend and win a regionals. Like, oh my gosh, right on cue. So now, five hundred and thirty one players. So not a massive field, but in still Australia. But <laughs> but but hey, you took it down, man. I, mean, I don't care. You you win a league cup. I'll give you a shout out. So you know, uh, five hundred thirty one players, Brent. I'm telling you, man. He's primed for a world run. I know we're not he there. is primed. Yeah. We're, yes.
1: We're not there yet. Yes. And we'll do our picks, but I don't Ooh. know. I don't know. You tell me. I'm just gonna read it off real quick. First Melbourne, second Liverpool, oh. 21st Brisbane, oh. 61st Sao Paulo, 24th Toronto. Oh. This man is banking, man. Banking. So congrats to him, man. I'm with you. I'm 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 rooting for Brent. Me too. Uh, yeah. We got. Yeah. yeah. Love it. We got. We we got to look forward, Corey. We got to look forward a little bit, too, right now. Next weekend, Pokemon EUIC stuff going on. Next We're weekend? Going, no, it's not. This upcoming weekend, it is. No, it's it not. Is. I thought it was like in April. Dortmund, Germany. Oh. In West,
0: Westphalen, Holland. Not EUIC. This is oh, just like I a say? this is just like a regionals. Oh, I'm so
1: sorry. I meant a European regionals. You're hundred oh. percent. We will not see the big one until okay. Okay. May. Okay, yes, correct. You. I was like Whoa. when we go to Stockholm. Yes, so sorry. But we do have a regional kay. coming up in Dortmund. Okay. Uh the motherland of Jared Downhauer and a little bit of Corey Dickman too. Yes, a little bit. Uh, yeah. Uh expectations quickly uh going into this tournament. Any major shifts? What are you thinking?
0: We are going to shift a little bit back. I think there will be more Maridon this time, and I think uh, Snorlax makes a top eight here. Easy. Lock it in. Lock in a little Snorlax. A little Snorlax stall. But I think uh, it's still probably a lot of the same stuff we're seeing. And there will probably be some Gardevoir in there. But I think Germany, there are probably some Mew players too. So I think we may maybe shift back to some Maridon and some Mew. And there will be a Lugia in top eight.
1: Oh, I, I was going to mention from Knoxville, the spiciest thing I could talk about was that Lugia day Yeah, Like that's how bland of a field, even though we always talk about how we love how diverse it is right now. I'm going to say, I think you're getting your uh, Lost Box win here. I'm going to predict the winner. I think we will see a Lost Box. The thing that I would kind of like to see is it feels like Lost Box has good answers for everything. I would like to see some Leaf Techs in there just to make that Roaring Moon um, and Charizard matchup a little simpler. I know there's not great options right now. We've seen things like the Tropius. Um, we've seen, uh, or the Excel score with, I'm, I know I'm saying that wrong, with Mew. Like there's some weird options out there, but I'd like to see that one prizer, Leaf guy, something to take it home. Or maybe something spicy from Paldean Fates that we just haven't seen out of the woodwork yet maybe the, maybe we're missing something in all of those shiny pokemon Corey. that's going to get the job done
0: there could be there could be something totally hiding there it just says why haven't you picked me talk about me and it's 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 in there but yeah germany will be a good one it'd be a good one do we uh do we think our our um you know quote-unquote best player in the world right now i mean do we think Tord makes an impact on this one he's been quiet lately
1: I I want to see him come on strong at the end We always as we watch other sports there's teams that are quiet in the middle of the season yeah kind of make a run the Chiefs kind of had a season like that in the NFL this year where yeah now they're in the Super Bowl toward toward is the Patrick Mahomes of Pokemon right now hands yeah. down. Hands so down, for sure, Brent. Brent is still Brent is like our Jalen Hurts right now, <laughs> uh, and I want to see a toward Brent tonnison World's Finals. That's that's the goal, Corey. That oh. is the goal.
0: Okay, I like that. I can see that. I I, I I always like to see some Japanese love in there too. You know? Yeah, like I know. I know four,
1: you do. In top four or something. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. I want to jump. Uh, I want to jump quickly here to talking to what our educational moment is. And it's going to tie a little bit into what I experienced over in Knoxville. But, oh, my goodness, have I fallen in love with side events. Oh. <laughs>
0: oh. Not, not not the side chick, but the side events.
1: The side events. Okay. That's right. The, the, the main event will always have a place in my heart. You can't get away from <laughs> tournaments of that size. And, yeah. you know, for some yeah. people, it feels like there's a strategy. For me, it's more like winning the lottery. I feel like when I buy my <laughs> ticket into the – main masters tournament it's like this could work this time (laughs) uh but i want to i i really want to educate our listeners on what is happening at side events while the main tournament is going on uh and this was this was organized i believe by day two events um and they did a really fantastic job but in essence uh what what, i'm interested what do you think is happening in these side events what do i think is happening what do you because i do know you've never played in a side event to my knowledge
0: i think it's partly some um well <laughs> i was gonna use another word uh i think it's i think it's a lot of like young younger players and, and new players that sometimes getting that the competitive stuff gets a little get a little nerve-wracking so the side events are a little less pressure which is nice um, but I think it's just more like the heart of what Pokemon wants this all to be, which is just like, just put some, like be creative, use every card in our, in your plethora of, in the collection to make decks, right? Because as you know, 90% of the cards that ever get printed never see the light of day in a regionals. They just don't. They're not good. They can't like hack it in a meta deck or in anything that can counter. So, but inside events, I think those decks get to kind of, or those cards get to show, show some love. They, they get it. They get a show out. So I think there's a lot of, a lot of happiness going on inside events is what I'm, you know, get get the plush doll is what I picture.
1: Get the plush. I like, I like that. It is, it is Chuck E. Cheese meets league meets your local league. Mm-hmm. So, So Elijah and I, what we did is because for most of these side events you enter, you can win points. And then there's this giant wall on the main floor and you can get mats and packs and boxes of things. So we walked we walked down and we said, "Okay, that's the most expensive thing in the wall. That's what we're going for. Uh, And you have all of these different, really cool formats to choose from. It's not just a bunch of standard there's GLC tournaments that happening and they're happening over all three days of the tournament, right? So a lot of players will come and play on the GLC tournament on the Friday, which is a pretty big tournament. And then, you know, they're ready to go standard the next day. And then there's these events happening throughout. Let me walk you through what we played. This isn't an exhaustive list. And then we'll wrap up here. My favorite thing that I played is called a pack battle. And okay. so as the people were explaining it to me, I asked a lot of questions. Did not know what a pack battle was. Every, it's a pod of four people so you got four players in this pod uh everybody gets one pack from the same set our pack was paradox rift you have to make a 10 card deck from your pack and energies and then you play a two prize card start with a four card hand deck okay okay all of the energies are rainbow automatically so it's just Get in. You still have to meet the energy quantity, but not the energy type requirement. And, and that
0: has to be part of your
1: ten. Yes, your energy is part of your ten. But any energy is a rainbow. So if I need three energy or two energy to attack with the Charizard EX, I could put a water and a leaf on there and still be attacking with my Charizard EX. Oh, okay, interesting. Okay, if that makes sense. The other thing is called mutant evolution. Was another rule. Okay. And what that means is any basic can evolve into any stage one, any stage one can evolve into any stage two.
0: Okay.
1: So well, ten cards and it is madness. I have a question. Un- I have yes. a question.
0: I'm not a math I'm not a math major. Ten card deck, two in your prize, draw four. So yep. you get six cards are burned it automatically, and then you draw for your turn. Yep. So you have three turn, four turns to win.
1: It's an infinite deck. Is another rule. What your discard pile then becomes your deck if you run out of cards, and if you can't draw period, like let's say all of your cards are in play or and the prizes are in your hand, you just don't draw that turn.
0: Oh, interesting. So, but I imagine these end pretty quickly.
1: They end very quickly. So a lot of this is luck of the pack. In my pod, I was the only player to draw an EX Pokemon <laughs> out of my pack. <laughs> it was Galissapod EX, and I immediately, unless it got prized, right? Because now all of a sudden you have a 20% chance of your card getting prized. No, that's Which true. is pretty high. Yeah, it is uh, But thankfully it was not in any of the three games, and I proceeded to wipe the field. I did play one junior player who did roll six heads in a roll on a attack that would not allow me to attack their Pokemon, was pretty sure that I was about to lose that game, pulled it out in the end. But that's Damn. that.
0: That's impressive. Really,
1: really interesting format. They also have uh, single limb tournaments, which is what Elijah, my son, and I played most of them. And those are double-point tournaments. So every time you get a win, you get double the points. And we were just spamming those, wow. trying to get points, 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 points. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. also have ones where you can enter a single elimination tournament to win a booster box. There's a booster Mm -hmm. box draft format. There's all of these different formats. And as I understand it and talking to a lot of the people, they change them up place to place. Oh, that's cool. The the biggest education that I want to drop on people for this section is to say, I think this is the, and you said it earlier, if you're a new player, this is what I would call the next step before you're ready for the big tournament. There was a place there for people who were, brand new and they teach them the very basics side events are mostly for people who have a little bit of understanding of what they're doing but they want some practice and there's still some prizes at the end of the tunnel it is it is great for it was perfect for us having gone to league for about six weeks and then jumping into this beast first my son loved it he got some wins we got some prizes this is a stepping stone to if you have won there are some people there Corey. they said They've been to every side event that you can imagine, and they're just there for the swag. Hmm. So if you're pro swag, this is there for you as well. At any given time, there were probably 100, 150 people at side events.
0: Does it cost money to enter the side events?
1: That's a great question. The way that this was structured is a ticket in this cost $6, and then each different type of game costs a different amount of tickets, so... The pack battle was one ticket. We got into the tournament, got a pack, six bucks. The double point tournament that we were doing was two. uh, So it was $12 per person to get into that three round tournament. Um, And then it got from there. There was ones where you were guaranteed swag. There was a uh, mat tournament, five tickets. You automatically got a mat, some other swag, and you got to play some games as well. Oh, Hmm. that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so you're right. It just sounds like a carnival. It's a pokey carnival. It is. It is. It's a pokey carnival. Now, the great part about this and why I say it's a great medium space is there's judges there. This is not just go do your own thing. This is very highly watched. Judges are walking around. They're making rulings. They're helping. But it's still a lot more chill. Accidentally, look at one of your prize cards. Not the end of the world. The judge can come around if you want. Or people were just very relaxed. But at the same time, if you're kind of in that medium space player like I am. I don't think I'm the best player. I don't think I'm the worst player. I found it competitive. And then there's still good players running through these tournaments with meta decks.
0: Huh. Yeah, I mean, I could see like if you're there with your crew and you go, you know, 3 drop, and you're like, well, I'm here for the next six hours anyway, you might as well go play some side events. So, I mean, you're yeah. there. Get some packs, do some things. What, do you think they should have a like a general, um, you know, I can't help myself, like a general leaderboard for just side event points and
1: so the winner of the most side events gets a thing. Oh, do they have that? So you'll be intrigued by um, this. So if uh for certain tournaments, not all of them, like when I won our little pack battle I didn't get one, but for any of the 8 pod tournaments, the winner got a poker chip. Oh. And that oh, poker chip the poker guaranteed chip you access to a special tournament on the last day oh of my, the tournament. What
0: what what was that tournament?
1: And that tournament was for bigger, better swag. I, they they streamed some of this. There was this giant, that Waylord plushie that must have been four foot tall and weighed at least 15 pounds. People were playing for that. They upped the ante. If you are a winner in the side events, you got to play in a big, fun stuff on the last day. All
0: right. I got an idea to pitch you. you Pokemon at all the regionals, top eight turns into top ten. Okay, they cut to a top 10. Seeds 1 and 2, they get a buy. Okay, good work. There are then inserted two other players into top 10, but they are from the side events. And whoever earns the most points in side events gets the other two spots into top 10. So that if would you
1: be so spicy if you
0: get knocked out of the main tournament, you're going into those side events. I guarantee you, they probably you'd probably spend two hundred dollars just trying to get enough oh. side events points. You would have a funnel of people into now that might ruin side events because then it would be a lot more competitive. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you know, it's like it's like in the playoff for next year, the college football playoff. That you know, the 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 outside of the top four conferences, they get you know Tulane. You're ranked 25th. It's okay. You get in the playoff. Come play on out. in. Come on in. Uh, I like I think
1: that. there'd be a lot of angry day two players who qualified naturally, who uh, hey. just did it like whoever ninth was would be absolutely livid with your system uh, as they crawled through the toughest players of players. But, yeah, I, I, I'm a, I, I'll am say this. Bring back the grinder. Bring back the grinder. That's, uh. that's all we want. We just want another chance. We want that play in. It's the... It's it it is. It's those teams in the NCAA tournament that just, you know, they're they're not going to make it, Corey. And then they go on a run. Give us give us that person. We want to see that person.
0: But do you think that would like limit the amount of like players going to the regionals? If they're just like, man, I don't need to go to anything. I'll just try to wing in at the grinder. They'll just show up at the end.
1: I don't know, because I think you'd have to have specialized tournaments on day two so that people weren't flooding all the different stuff, because it does seem like an easier path. Than playing through the tournament, I think you'd have to work something out, but I think it could be done. Well, I mean, tradition. I mean,
0: and we'll ask, we'll ask some some of our guests this question. But like, if you can commit to a full season and you're going to every regionals, you're playing in all your cups and your challenges and your internationals, you're gonna make worlds just just by grinding it out. I, I, in my opinion, I, I think you can. This is risky because you're like go to the grinder. I think they would what they took top four. From that, or it might have been top eight, but it was like two rooms of players or something. So, I mean, it's like you could risk your whole season on just trying to make it through the grinder, which is a little tough. But
1: Well, and then that was hard. Like, going through the grinder back in the day just got you into day two. It didn't get you into any top eight, top... Like, you just earned your ride into day two.
0: Yeah, no, I'm talking about you skipping everything. You go right to the playoffs. (laughs) Go right top eight, baby. (laughs) Let's go. No, that's fun, man. I'm Uh glad you had to do side events. I think for our listeners... And I think a lot of folks that listen are are new to the game and they're picking it up and they're playing with their kids or whatever like side events, pick a regionals and just go cuz you didn't have to just go.
1: you didn't have to register on like RK9 for this, right, Jared? You, you just showed up. You I registered for a spectator pass. Oh. You do have to have a spectator pass. Okay. Um to get in, but other other than that no. Like and then you still get to be around it. Like that was what was so beneficial for us is like we got to go shopping at all the vendors. We got to do so much, and it was totally worth it for my eight-year-old son.
0: I love it, man. I love it. Educational moment. Go to your side events at a regionals near you.
1: Perfect. That is. That is. That's really going to wrap us up for this episode. A little bit of a shorter one. Again, we will be reviewing next week what went down at our European regionals in Dortmund, Germany. It's going to be super exciting. Always love to see what our primarily European players show up with. And that's really going to wrap us up. Cor, any words of wisdom on the way out? I could tell you what I'm running at League tonight on the way out.
0: Um, before you tell us what you're running, you know, if you're bored, you want to watch some YouTube content, Straight Collections, baby, with a Z. Straight Collections, our beautiful sponsor. So sorry we forgot you at the top of the show but yeah Jared what, what are you running at your straight collections league tonight in Murfreesboro Tennessee well,
1: our our rules have changed it's scarlet and violet only Oh yeah. no Charizard and your boy's about to make a run on Cough Egregious. Oh, I'm bringing it back it's happening prepare to be the evolved Lord have
0: mercy Lord have mercy we're all gonna be in our own Cofagregius's after that <laughs> so good luck good luck to you All right, Corey and Jared, we'll see y'all next week on the Teach Me Pokemon podcast. You can find us at RogueMediaNetwork.com, Teach Me Pokemon podcast. Come and dive with us.
1: This has been a Rogue Media Network production.